When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard show with. We'll do it again. Here we go. Do it again. Tom Bernard show with Ralph Devesh, MD, aka Hackmaster. Andy Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. Catherine's coming in today whenever she feels like it. <laughs> but she yelled at me this morning, so she might be a little late. I, m- I miss my podcast gal pal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Cassie, you are too young to remember this. Andy's too young to remember this. But you know what this used to be the theme of? Captain Kangaroo? Nope. It wasn't Romper Room. Nope, it wasn't Romper Room. Now it's The Who... This is The Who. Baba yep. O'Reilly is the name of the song. Oh, to think. Who used that as their theme song? Well, I know CSI did. Bill O'Reilly? CSI did. No. Bill O'Reilly, think, did too. But that was the theme the theme music for Channel 9 News like thir- really? 30 years ago. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh-huh. You tune in like I guess they, they, I thought it sounded like a teletype or something. I don't know. Uh, oh, a teletype. I don't know for sure if that's the case or not. But, you know, it's something we're going to we're going to settle in on. Um, I've been asked, you know, Joe from Louisville, several different people have asked me anything new on Bailey, but I don't see anything. I looked through a couple of different local news wires. I don't see anything, see anything yet. Um, yeah, I don't see anything yet. 
apparently all he's got to do is pass his physical because they already have a deal, but he just yeah. has to pass a physical. So Yeah, I, I just picked him up um, on my fantasy football league. I dropped a kicker and picked him up. Did you drop Carlson? No, I didn't have Carlson, uh, but uh, he's a really good kicker. I mean, he's very accurate, um, especially on long. Bailey? Yeah. He's missed one extra point. One. Yeah. So <laughs> That's pretty I, good. I mean, that's something we need because that game yes. that we had on Sunday, that was solely on the kicker causing that tie because if we yes. would have had, if we would have gotten that first uh, field goal, we would have won the game. And ties are rare as hen's teeth. And Not anymore. Out. There was one last week and now one this week. Yeah, it's it, really yeah, weird. It's, it, it never is. happens. And, you know, I don't know if that helps us in the long run, if there's another team with a tie that will help us in get into the play because it can the Cleveland screw Browns? i don't think so oh was it the i didn't know which game it was <laughs> they're actually that face you just made was nice for the cleveland fans by the way i said it's cleveland browns she goes oh <laughs> <laughs> although although i give them a lot of props that team is actually showing a lot of potential oh cleveland yeah they're much better this year oh my gosh because yeah, they've been better. i'm surprised they haven't been uh Consumed by another team, you know. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they haven't done it. What well, wasn't it like last season? They've only won like one game in like one twenty-eight game in, games, like well, in two seasons. There's more than that. I, I don't, think. I don't yeah. think they've won a game in the last ten years. I mean, they're, the Cleveland Browns they're, they're have always been They're so bad. bad they don't even have a logo. It's just an orange helmet. But to clear something else up before Christian gets on. Okay. The morning show yesterday, you were talking about the Dalai Lama. Yes. And the Dalai Lama is, ha- is supposed to have, uh, he does not have a special diet. There was a question whether he had a special diet or not. Oh, yeah, okay. Because when he was in town here, Belcor in Wyzetta well, Belcor, yeah. did a lunch. Yeah, Belcor I remember that, did yeah. a lunch for they them. They did, yep. And they served him white strawberries from my garden. Mm. Right, yeah, I knew so that. The, so so, so knew he did that, not yeah. have that, so. The what white it? strawberries from your garden. He said, "What's this crap?" What's it? He spit it. Out. He did the spit take with the with this. What's this? What's this kind only, of strawberry? The only thing I said about the Dalai Lama is you got to start doing some bicep curls and some tri, tricep push downs. You got to get some mu- muscle on those arms, man. His arms are about as big around as this <laughs> vial. Eat a sandwich. <clears throat> Eat a sandwich, man. Put some weight on. Kristen Dude. is ready. Speaking of the Dalai Lama of Hollywood. Kristen Burt now joins us. Hi, how are you? Are you tired? Do I, I sound a little tired, don't I? I feel no, like in my no. voice, I sound a little hoarse. No, no, no you're fine. Good. It's just, I know you were hanging around schmoozing with Rasputin at the uh, at the Emmys last night. Who Who is that guy, That's Gary Weiss? exactly we- what I was doing. Gary Weiss, is that his name? Gary Weiss, yes, the director of the Oscars proposed to his girlfriend, now fiance. That was probably the biggest social media moment of the night. Yeah. And for most people, probably the highlight. I heard it was just horrible. I heard from everybody. I didn't watch it. I haven't watched that in years. Another 11% drop. Another, another. Lowest on record. Yeah. Who cares about any of it? Well, I'll tell you because I have to work a lot of it. So I do care. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and, and here's the deal, too, and I think a lot of people don't see what happens sort of behind the scenes. First of all, Emmys, they rotate broadcast networks every year. So right. it was NBC's year. Right. Uh, it's been very warm in L.A. This is not a surprise in September. We're downtown. It's a bunch of concrete. NBC decided not to do a, a, an air-conditioned tent this year. So we've been struggling oh, with that on God. the red carpet. Oh. Very warm. Yeah, and so there were just some really weird, interesting, like, things that NBC did, and I was in the audience watching the whole show, and halfway through the show, I said, is it every Saturday Night Live cast member, past and present, who is the presenter this year? And that's pretty much what it was, and it just felt like one long, non-ending Saturday Night Live episode, and I got to a point, I'm like, I I kept looking at my watch, and I go, oh my gosh, I have an hour and 15 minutes before I can even get a glass of wine. Oh, so you wanted to booze it up. I just needed alcohol and a little bit of food to, like, numb everything. <laughs> yeah, I understand It was a really completely. long show. It was a really long show. I mean, and even though it keeps to a strict three hours, something that the Oscars doesn't, usually the Emmys is a big, fun, celebratory night, and this one felt really subdued and muted. You know, i got to tell you, the, the, the show that won the most Emmys uh, was this marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And I do oh, like, so good. Uh, I like the woman on Alex Borston. I like her a lot. 
And I like the woman who plays Mrs. Meisel, too. But I thought the last three episodes were horrendous. They're just we're well, not. Well, you have season not, two coming up, so maybe they'll turn. Maybe they'll turn around for you. Because I we loved the first like three, four episodes, and then it got kind of mediocre, and then the last three were terrible. So I don't know what to tell you. You know, plus the fact uh, who who's ever heard of a Jewish comedian? I mean, come on. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. She just goes, please. Please. Um, but here's the thing. This yeah. is what interesting and, and I can't remember who wrote the headline, but it was a really good headline, but basically like broadcast network was airing their own funeral. Yeah. It's true. I yeah. Mean, it's only true. a Saturday Night Live one, everything else was a streaming or cable uh, oh, TV God. series. Oh, that's not good news at all. Mm. So so the broadcast channels won nothing? Other than Saturday Night Live. Oh, God. That's just terrible. And, and sa- the Oscars. I guess and the Oscars as a variety special, which is on ABC. Uh, but, I mean, like, come on. I mean, it's not it's not promising whatsoever. No, and it's not. And on top of this, you kind of have the layers of, like, the less moon best stuff that's been going on. Yep. I mean, that kind of adds a weird layer to the whole broadcast network thing. NBC has had his own troubles with... Uh, Obviously, Matt Lauer and mm-hmm. things like that. So it was it was a weird tone this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just looking at the winners. Of course, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel won supporting actress, writing in a comedy series, directing a comedy series. Uh, God, they won a ton of things. As a matter of fact, I see Bill Hader won for Barry. I did like I, I did like Barry. To tell you the truth, I thought that was pretty good. I mean, not great, but it was one pretty of the good. best moments was when Henry Winkler won. People yeah, were just yeah. so thrilled. Besides being talented, he's one of the nicest guys in the industry, and I think most people will be on record and say the same exact thing that I just did. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's true. But Peter Dinklage won for the Game of Thrones. Hasn't he won several times? This is, yeah, this is not his first win. Oh, I and, think so, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, when Game of Thrones is back, you're like, okay, we know they're going to win something. Of course, they won Best uh, Drama. Oh, they did? Okay. Uh, yeah, so the Americans, Westworld, the Crown. There are actually no surprises on, on who is going to win. Uh, Kid Gorgeous at Radio City, because John Mulaney is the new the wonderkind of, uh, of comedy. And he's pretty good. I mean, he's, he's a lot like Seinfeld. In his, he's a little, yeah, he's a lot like Seinfeld, as a matter of fact. And I did watch his TV show. He had a TV show a couple of years ago. I don't remember the name of it. It might have been the John Mulaney show, but I thought it was really good, but it only because it was way too much like Seinfeld. It was it was a yeah. lot like Seinfeld, but I did I did enjoy it. I thought he was good in it. So um, I can't really look at it and say, God, I, why did these people win? I really don't understand why we're talking about reparation Emmys. What the hell does that even mean? Oh, that was actually hilarious. So oh, it was, was it? A, it was okay. a comedic sketch that Michael Shea did. And he went around with an Emmy and gave the Emmy, and he and actually it was a uh, Bill Cosby Emmy. That was the joke for I Spy. Oh um, yeah. He went around and gave it to black actors in the past who have not ever been nominated, like Marla Gibbs from The Jeffersons. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah Urkel. Um, Urkel. White, they gave him one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. Kadeem Hardison from um, A Different World. Who else am I missing? There were some really, really good ones, though, and they were hilarious. Oh, Jimmy Walker. And so just that little bit, that was probably one of the funniest moments of the night, and I'm sure that sketch is up on YouTube. It's worth watching. You know what you just did to me, by the way? Um, Thank you. you. You literally, I thought, because I just saw the headline, because the newspapers did not, or the newspaper websites did not do a good job of presenting the story, I thought it was serious. Because I didn't watch the Emmys. I'm like, I thought it was like, they're talking about reparation Emmys now? What next? (laughs) I didn't even know it was a joke. Well, speaking of which, in a way, um, they... Was there a gag order on talking about Trump this year? Because not a single person did. Really? Yep. Gag order, probably not. I don't think I don't think that there was a gag order, but I think, A, first of all, we know that Saturday Night Live does it every single week. Yeah. So if you have all of the cast members just doing one big Saturday Night Live episode already, and then you add Trump into the mix, it kind of just, it's yeah. eerie. It's tiresome. Like, I don't want to see it, and I don't like Trump, and I don't want to see the joke. Right. You love it. Your brother, your brother told me you love Trump. It's been done ad nauseum, as they say. It is. It's exa- I mean, I have the word Trump muted from, like, every social media account that I yeah. possibly can, because I, I just don't. 
it's not fun anymore. No. Um, it was fun for like a minute and then you kind of move on. And I thought that that was great that they avoided that. Honestly, I was surprised and I'm going to say this. I was really surprised. We only had one mention of the fight between Mark Burnett and Tom Arnold, which happened the night before at what was, Emmy's party. What was that all about? Because Tom Arnold, who's 6'2 and weighs like 235, was attacked by Mark Burnett, who was about 5'8 and weighs about 135 pounds. Physically? That's what he claimed. There's no yes. way that guy attacked Tom Arnold. No okay, way. so this is what we're hearing. I mean, and he did... Um, uh, Tom Arnold did file battery charges oh, against God. Mark oh, Burnett yesterday oh, as well with the LAPD. Why, because he's got yeah, hundreds of millions so, of dollars? Is that why he filed it? Well, you've, first of all, you've got uh, the Trump tapes, which is his new, um, Tom Arnold's new show on Vice coming up, where he's trying to track oh, down, like, the TV tapes and, of course, that Apprentice tape, which allegedly has Trump saying uh, racial slurs on camera. Um, but now they're saying, and Tom Arnold said this on Twitter, so you guys can go and take a look at it. He is now saying that the tape, what a copy of the tape, have been submitted to Ronan Farrow, and that he does have them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming he's referring to the Apprentice tape. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- basically, Mark Burnett, of course, produced the Apprentice. I think that I'm going to guess, knowing it's Tom Arnold, that he sort of baited Mark Burnett. Yeah, probably. Um, and that led to an altercation. I'm sure he verbally baited him, and yeah. then it led to the attack. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you, like, it's a lot of people are mad at Mark Burnett in this town. I think that they do feel like he's withholding something. I don't know if he is or he's not, but then people, like, go and attack his religious beliefs because he is a born-again Christian, and it just gets really ugly on both sides when you really think about it. Well, you got to admit, you do work amongst a huge pack of the biggest losers in the country. I mean, these (laughs) entertainment people, seriously, I am so sick to death um, of of this whole thing. Look, again, and I'm I'm not even taking sides in this. But I would like to know why it is that, that Bill Clinton was accused of rape five times and no one cares. Mm-hmm. How is that mm-hmm. possible? Uh, yeah, and people should care, honestly. Of course and they I, should. I mean, I think people should care about what John JFK did as well. Absolutely. You know, and all of them. Womanizer. Yes. And so we cannot hold this as a Democrat or Republican issue. It's a character issue. It is. Yep. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But there um, also has there also has yeah. to be due process. There just has to. They have to start yeah. this like you're now. Start, you're gonna have to start proving it. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Well, and, and there was due process with Clinton. And, and there was, and, and he and, was impeached and, and, for lying. He was impeached, and, <laughs> and, and he, still no one cares. And, and he was pro, he was pro, he perjured himself. Yet everybody accepted that. Yep. There's a case going on right now in, in uh, Minneapolis. Well, it's on the back burner. Uh, do you remember Keith Ellison when you lived here? He was a he was a third district. I don't know what the hell he was. He was something or fifth district congressman. I think he was. He was my congressman. He was okay, our congressman. Familiar. Yeah, Keith Ellison has been accused of of uh, brutalizing a woman, dragging her off the bed by her feet, and calling her an effing bitch, and all kinds of stuff. Nobody cares. And there's an actual documented nine one one call. Yeah, nobody mm-hmm. cares. Is this the one with his ex-girlfriend and the son released the tapes? Or yeah. He somehow yep. Heard... Yep. Yeah, okay, I remember this. Yeah, yeah and that, but there are like two other ones now that have come forward. There are three 911 calls, apparently. And look, I got nothing oh. against Keith Ellison. He's an arrogant little prick, but other than that, um, well, he is. <laughs> it sounds I mean, like you have nothing against him. He's extremely <laughs> arrogant. But I just, here's what I don't understand, is, is I don't understand why... People, you would protect a guy who beats on women? Why would you do that? Now, again, she has to prove that he did it. I understand Catherine's point. You're going to have to start proving this stuff actually happened. But, yeah, because then you can just pick and choose who to bring down with any accusation. Oh, they're doing yeah. that all the time now. Yeah. We've got to take a break, but we're right back, and I, I'm going to bring up a movie and something that cool that happened during the movie. Okay? Okay. We'll, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe 
secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money, you can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the Prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. <laughs> They're going to love it. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020. To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. We're back, Kristen Burt, the sleepless Kristen Burt, because she was up because she was boozing it up at the end. I'm in bed. Oh God! I was just kidding. And then we find out she actually her, is in see, bed. See, this in her, isn't work. In her comfy sweats, <laughs> you know. Okay. Two. I was like, I hear, I did get up at five thirty. I've had to do work today. I'm technically off, but there's a lot of stuff that I have to sort of pop up from the Emmys. But I have not moved from my bed. I've set up my office. I'm sitting up. I've got my laptop going. I love I'm bed. In bed. I love bed office oh, I that's do it. great i, I do, do it. it all the time if I, I can it. yeah i do it every night i'm going through emails i'm in my bed and <laughs> yeah, editing great. and doing all bunch of my stuff little you guys had a really tough life Laptop. going don't you yeah and a lot tough life going and they're so sweet and they keep me company it's yeah <laughs> do, you, do you have your uh, coffee maker just set up right next to you on the on the nightstand so you don't have to get out of bed you gotta get up for bathroom breaks anyway <laughs> I have water. Well, I don't drink that... coffee, but I've got water. It's time to hydrate after a long day of talking. Okay, yeah. a couple of quick stories I want to get to, and then we'll schmooze about whatever. Um, we were just talking off the air about uh, about you know pot doctors and how you can PTSD, you can get pot and all that stuff. There's a new, and Andy, you can look this up. It's up in Canada. Um, I can't remember what district. I think it's... I think it's Quebec. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I shouldn't say that because I don't know for sure. Uh, The new director looked at the records and said, why are we paying for PTSD medicine for this prisoner? He goes, what do you mean? Because you know this guy is getting medical medical treatment for PTSD. They said, yeah, well, that's we, we do take care of everyone who has PTSD. He goes, did you look and see why he has PTSD? You know why he claimed he has PTSD and he's getting paid for by the government medication for it? Mm-hmm. He said when he choked a female cop to death, it gave him PTSD. Well, that's legitimate, I think. He killed <laughs> he killed a female cop and that's why he has PTSD. Oh, he was traumatized by his murdering. By okay. his murdering. That's okay. exactly poor dear, right. Poor poor baby. He was traumatized by his own murdering. <laughs> oh my god. What are we going to stop with this? We have lost our minds. This country has gone off the rails. It really has. But in a sweet moment, Catherine and I, uh, Tim Lammers, and you and several other people have have suggested we see Won't You Be My Neighbor? So Catherine and I watched it last night. And there was one point where Jeff, the little boy in the wheelchair who can't move his arms and legs, was on the screen. And Mr. Rogers was being so kind to him. It was unbelievable. Without being... You know, no, he wasn't gushy or anything. No, it, was, it was it was the singing like of the song being. that was so. I know the singing sweet. of the song was the hardest yeah. part. Yeah, but he was just trying to be treat him like everybody else. Yeah, which is what if you do the if you do that these days it means you hate everybody. If you treat everyone the same, that means you hate most people. It's like no, everybody gets treated the same. 
So this little boy is singing along with Mr. Rogers. He didn't at first, um, but then he started singing along with Fred Rogers, and I wouldn't look at Catherine because I started tearing up, right? Aww. It was so sweet. I got, I got tears. But here's the best part. I'm not looking at Catherine because I have tears in my eyes for this little boy and Mr. Rogers, and I won't look at her, won't look at her, and all of a sudden I hear her go, I hate this movie. <laughs> I always say I hate any movie that makes me cry. Yeah. I hate this a, movie. Turn it off. It was a great. It was incredibly touching. Oh, it was so sweet. I had no idea that the nation, well, I don't know if the nation, but people were turning on yeah, him people, like that. People turned on him at the end of his career. He said, they said he ruined America because he kept telling children they were special. Oh, <laughs> It was in the newspaper. But not like special, like you can't make a mistake. Don't you feel like we need him? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Like we I, wish we had, yeah. I wish we had one in every we neighborhood. We need his morals. We need his character. I yeah. agree. It's, it's sad. Like, you realize what we've lost as a nation when yeah. you watch this documentary and realize oh. this man was good to the core. Yes. No question. No question. And that whole deal about those people with the God hates the big Fs, you know, the gay people, but they use the F word mm-hmm. for gay people. They started, uh, they protested at his funeral. I know. Because uh, he accepted uh, he accepted gay people. Well, the police officer, right? Was, or it was the a cop, mailman. Yeah. It was a cop. Yeah. yeah, he was gay. Yeah. Whatever his name In, was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I um, love Mr. Rogers. Phenomenal. Andy Absolutely used to wonderful. Watch Andy Mr. Loved Rogers it. much more than Sesame Street. Andy mm-hmm. loved Mr. Rogers. Did you find that story in Canada about the, the guy who has PTSD because he choked the cop to death? Yep. What does it say? Read a little bit of it. It's hilarious. Well, she was an off duty cop. Yep, she was off duty. Um, it is being funded by Veterans Affairs Canada. Oh, God. So, yeah. Um, and. He- he is a convicted murderer. He was convicted of strangling her to death. Let's see. And he, he's gets, he gets PTSD treatment because he, he has PTSD from choking her. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe it. Oh, God. It is unbelievable. The Canadian compassion is unending. That's yeah. true. A little too unending. Is that where we get our Minnesota nice from? Is from Canada. <laughs> we get the excess. The overflow spills into Minnesota. Yeah, I don't know if that's Canadian nice to fund some psycho's drug habit. But he needs it. Yeah, he's so traumatized. He <laughs> oh my God, this is traumatizing as I'm choking you to death. His lawyer says that the fact that he had to handle human remains should be a mitigating factor in his sentencing. <laughs> he made it happen. I know. Wow. <laughs> I, I just, I can't take it anymore. Uh, I blame I Kristen Burt. That's who I blame. See, that's exa- It's totally my fault that he choked a police officer. <laughs> he watched exactly. too, too much Mr. Rogers. So, so, he thought he was special. So oh. I, I have PTSD because I've handled human remains as well. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. I just don't know. Hopefully, not on the table. But well, not on the, not on and the table. And you didn't kill them on purpose. No, not on purpose. You're right. Right, it wasn't on purpose. But um, also, there's a story out about a woman who owns some lobster shack or something. Mm-hmm. And she said, "I have to figure out a better way to execute the lobsters." Execute? Not kill them. Mm. Execute them. <laughs> so she's she's blowing pot smoke at them and they said they take it much better when you kill them oh my on god pot smoke. she said executing a lobster so she smokes the lobsters with pot yes. so they get stoned and then she throws them in the boiling water and then i'm sure they taste great <laughs> it's unbelievable well, well, i'm certain that the the drug affects them just like humans yeah. I'm talking well, that's personification. The they oh, live under water they're probably like well really if you're that concerned with their suffering, then couldn't you just electrify the water for a bit? Yeah, that'll just do Just electrify the water, <laughs> drop them in, and they're dead. There you go. Exactly. I'm make that sound. It's like a bug zapper. <laughs> I love lobster. Do you do what the Filipinos do? They'll eat the whole thing. I mean, everything, that, yeah. everything that's in there is I gone. I saw it once. Good for your I nails. There's yeah. a, one time, yeah, there's a place called Tony's in St. Louis, Missouri. It's a really good Italian place. It's the a, big Tonys. No, it's just Tonys. Really, uh-huh. but the the Metro D. If you there's this beautiful grand staircase that goes up to the second floor, and if you're set up, if your table is upstairs, he walks up the stairs backwards so he never turns his back on you. 
So he escorts you to your table. Um, and it's really cool. But I, I was sitting there with Cliff Siegel, as a matter of fact. We are having a little dinner and having a great time and everything's wonderful. And there were some people that said, probably from the Ozarks, it'd be my guess. <laughs> no, what are no. you saying? The waiter, who had, who had uh, kind of a French accent, working in an Italian restaurant, but he has a French accent, he walks over, he goes, Monsieur, the bones, the bones. The guy ate all of the fish. Mm-hmm. The skin, <gasps> the bones, the oh, head, the tail, he ick. ate all of it. Icky. Well, Did he eat the eyeball? <laughs> yes, everything. Well, that's what you do whenever you order uh, a Spanish mackerel or horse mackerel at the sushi restaurant. You order, order it. They fillet it. They serve the, the the flesh as sashimi. Then they take the skeleton. Once you're done, put it in. The, they tempura fry it, and boom, you eat the whole thing. After eat the whole fry, thing. Whole mm. thing. Well, was that like nobody has a choking problem? <laughs> what, <laughs> Get the, his bones okay. in there. Well, like if it's a fry, it's different. <laughs> yeah, I'd be over fr- in the corner hacking. Yeah. Lots of Heimlich maneuvers going on in those restaurants. Or when you have EB or the sweet shrimp, the same thing. You eat the heads. They all they tempura fry the heads, and you just mm. boom, just like shrimp flavored popcorn. Okay, we're gonna. There's a test for Catherine, Ralph, and Kristen. Okay, the three you're getting the test. Unless you saw the news story, then you can't cheat. There was a guy who went to an all-you-can-eat restaurant, eighteen dollars for all-you-can-eat. Yeah. It was. Oh yeah. All, I know you, the story. You know the story. Okay. I know the story. So. Okay, so you don't get to vote. Eighteen dollars for an all-you-can-eat sushi place. Okay. Okay. Ugh. So the sushi place, eighteen dollars all-you-can-eat. Not gonna be high quality. How much sushi did he eat? In pounds or pieces? No, in plates. How many plates? plates? How many plates full of sushi did he eat? A plate being two pieces. He's been kicked it's out and can never come back again. He cannot come 100. back to the restaurant. No, I hope that's... A hundred plates. <laughs> Two pieces. I, have, I'll say, I would say 250 plates. <laughs> 250? <laughs> that's a lot of sushi. That's 500 pieces of sushi. I know the guy's big guy. Catherine nailed it. It was a hundred plates. I did? Yeah. But... A hundred plus. Yeah, when you got it, I was like, "Are you sure you didn't see this?" No, I did not see it. I thought, I thought, I really thought of the grossest amount of sushi I could. (laughs) Well, Ralph got grosser. Made me want to gag. I said it. Yeah, well, that was a John Panette story. That was the John Panette. Yeah, that's right, John Panette skit. Right, and then Bob Sansfier, of course, had to tell a story. Uh, He's on the air, and we talked about it yesterday, and we're talking about it. He goes, "Uh, "Tom, I got to tell you, one time I went to a, a." Seafood place, all you can eat seafood place. And I can't remember. He ate like 20 lobsters. Bob eats seafood? Oh, oh I think just lobsters. Oh, okay. So he said he couldn't do it, but then he went in the men's room oh, no. and unbuttoned his pants and pulled them beneath his belly and then went back and ate more. <laughs> You know, there are certain things That's you good, shouldn't Bob. tell people about yourself, <laughs> yeah, and I believe that true. that is one of them. That's very you true. Know, but, I, but I've eaten 10 plates. I've had 10 uh, portions of uh, sushi. I don't know. 100, that's not much. They throw them out because they're eating too 200 pieces. 200 what's pieces. How big they are, you know. If they're the, Think of all that rice. If they're the, but if they're the big Bob Marley pieces they make around here with lots of rice, that's one thing. But if you go to a traditional place, there's it's not that much rolls. rice. Yeah, little rolls. Yeah, I mean, you, I, I don't know. Yeah, Kristen's doing it right now. She's in bed eating sushi. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> no, I'm eating gummy bears. Oh, my God. Bears. It gets worse. <laughs> now you're minute. talking. She's in bed eating gummy bears, schmoozing with us about Hollywood. I, I don't eat sushi. I've never eaten sushi. Oh, I, I look at it, and I'm like, that's what I use for bait when I go well, fishing. you know what? They have, like, California rolls you'd like because really? it's actually tuna with avocado and rice. It's it's really good. Oh, okay. And it's not doesn't have that. I know what you mean with the sashimi, where I, you just I eat the raw fish. I don't like fish taste. I don't like that I don't fishy either. taste. I don't it's either. horrible. It good. smells bad. I, I know. Hey, <laughs> I know if you're sensitive to the oil that's in the fish. It, it is a heavy, heavy taste. But it is a heavy As long taste. as you avoid oh. the salmon, that always tastes and the smells salmon. fishy. That's because it's so fatty. Oh, I yeah. love salmon. Oh, my God, you guys. It's so good. Salmon sushi, though? Like Toro? Yeah, salmon sushi. I feel that's one of the milder fish. I I go and eat the Listen to her. Like, I, I feel. That's like eating the ocean. <laughs> oh. For me, it's tuna. Tuna's the best. Kristen, do you go to do you go to Sushi Yozu over on, uh, I think it's on uh, Riverside in North Hollywood? Sushi used I to be Yamakawa. Yes. You have been. Yeah, that used to be Yamakawa. We, we were habitués there for, 
Oh, did you almost, just go habitually? Almost, almost ten years. Uh, every every weekend we would be there. Well, great place. It was a great place. Uh, a lot I don't of know. really good places here. Oh yeah, well, of course, because you got the tradition there. Yep. I nothing could be better. Uh, that's all I have to say. Um. So here's the deal. Basically, Kristen's sleeping while eating gummy bears. She's in bed. She hasn't even gotten up yet today, and it's already uh, 10.30, 10.35 in, in Los Angeles. I have walked to the kitchen and back, so I've done a, I fed the cat. You walked to the kitchen? Oh, So you've done no. your workout. Yeah, you got your workout in. What color gummy bears? I'm actually going to... I'm going to work out, and I'm going to walk because I want pizza because this is the day that I like Oh, pizza. my God. <laughs> I'm going to work out like. by going so to get I'm gonna pizza. Walk. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get pizza. You were such and a And then fraud. I have a facial later today, and then I'm going to eat this delicious salad that's across from my facialist, and that is my day. You're facialist, and you walk to get pizza. Hmm. What a horrible yeah. life you have. Yeah. What a wonderful day I've been off. working three weeks straight without a day off, so I deserve a oh, day off. Oh, you I totally do. Pizza and- yeah, well, I've been working like 60 years straight without a break, so dial it oh, back, sister. He's you, lying. You go on vacation all the time. You I do Florida. not go on vacation all the time. Where do you come up with that at argument? At least, what, once or twice a year, at least? Well, no, three, four times a year, but it's only for like five days. <laughs> After 500 years, you're entitled. Yeah, it's 500 years at the same station. <laughs> 500 years at the same station, so that'll be good. Um, in any case, we'll be right back. We're going to be talking to the sleeping gummy bear more right after this Tom Bernard show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking. You know, I had Priority Courier Experts account rep in here about a month ago and... Who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the Twin Cities' largest, most reliable on-call courier service. What's that number? Because the next package is... Going with Priority Courier Experts. Already dialing 651-748-4477. Priority Courier Experts. Can we help you? Can you ever. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tony Price from the Gold Star Ride Foundation here. I wanted to share a story from the road. Since you already know about Gold Star families being those left behind when somebody's killed in the military, and you already know those people died for your freedom. So I woke up in a cheap motel somewhere in the mountains, and I shared stories with the manager. As I was leaving, a maid who had been listening, and her name is Shorty, ran out to ask me if she could donate. I said yes, and I tried to donate $30 with a credit card. It didn't work, and we made arrangements to meet at a coffee shop a block away after she went to an ATM. I got coffee and invited the people at the coffee shop to talk on our documentary, which they agreed to do. Then they made me pay for the coffee. It wasn't much, but still, when I turned around, there was the maid, Shorty, who handed me a $20 bill saying she couldn't donate 30 because she only had 20 Made me feel sorry for the young women in the coffee shop who couldn't come up with $4 for my coffee. Thank you, Shorty. Goldstarride.org. Uh-oh. That still sounds like the Munsters theme to me. Kind of does. Rock Lobster. Don't execute the lobster. <laughs> Execute lobsters now. You can execute a lobster. We have lost our minds. There's no question. People can commit horrendous crimes, and as long as they agree with you politically, you'll just uh, forgive them, right? Yep. Uh, I, I just we execute lobsters now. We want PTSD <laughs> medication because I got PTSD by choking a woman to death. Okay. So, so, so you brought up this lobster thing. In essence, they're a bug. 
they're they're, they're an aquatic. Who was the first yes. person that ate a lobster? Yeah. That's what I would like. I saw to one of those and said, "Yum yum." A brave. You know, they're hideous. Their eyes are like going like this all the time. Yeah, they're on their little, yeah. Or then, or an octopus. That is my favorite food. What does that say about me? Bug eater. I, I love Bug lobster eater. too. I know. Dipped in butter. I'm from New England, so we're like raised on lobster. Yeah, delicious. Oh, yeah. Lobster used to be the food of poor fishermen That's on, right. in Maine. That's true. So it was yep. probably someone who didn't have enough money for food or something and was like, well, let's try this thing. I, I would like to see I want the person that caught the first lobster because I'm sure they went fishing like with a net and oh, they were like oh, yeah. on, the, on the net yeah. and they pull it well, out. Yeah. A monster. It's like a, like a monster. I know. Yeah. That's the Jim Gaffigan bit. About uh, he said, you know, people who are hungry, you cavemen are hungry. He said, hey, I found a rock over here. It's got some <laughs> snot in it. What should I do? Eat it. Brave <laughs> man who ate the first lobster, or woman who ate the first or lobster, or oyster, or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. any of that stuff. Any seafood is kind of weird. I can't do the oyster thing. I just can't do it. It's too much like pus. <laughs> I know. I love oysters. I used to only be able to eat them cooked when I was younger, but now I really love. It's it, you're right. Uh, really? the, the oysters sort of borderline border between a fluid. In a semi-fluid, so yeah. it's kind of a you can't know, think testy about it. thing. You cannot think about it. You just well, eat I them. You just I can't even shut up a, and eat them. Yeah, I can't even be at a table when people. My sister eats them all the time, and I could just hear her slurping it. I'm like, this is so disgusting. Uh, it's, 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 it's a bit like eating Asian noodles. Kristen, I need you to make a call for me. Okay, you're going to be the judge in this in this case. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yep. Just before I left the house this morning. I went over to hug Catherine, and I said, sorry you were uh, out of line. And she took out a knife oh, and no. held it up and said... No, 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 no. I already had that. Oh, you already <laughs> had the knife? In your be- in the bed? No. no, no I wasn't in bed. bed. No, no. She was, she was in the kitchen. I was cutting an oh, avocado. I'm the only one in bed here. Yeah, yeah. Kristen's the one that's in bed here. I'm cutting up an bed. avocado. <laughs> oh, okay. But she, she threatened to stab me right in the heart. It was yes, unbelievable. I did, because of your... Oh, Feeble apology. <laughs> Feeble? Because you it wasn't, were rude? It wasn't even an that apology. Passive, he says... That's a passive-aggressive Exactly. Passive-aggressive. Well, exactly. He's like, I'm sorry you were upset. I said, I will stab you. <laughs> Unless said, you apologize She said, I'm sorry properly. you were upset. And then she said, I will stab you. I said, apologize <laughs> properly now. Which I did. No. Yeah, because she had a knife. Because I had a knife. Only reason was it sincere, Tom. He's sincerely afraid for his life. Sincere and sincerity under duress. Um, I just got a text message from uh, a person in California. I don't know if they're in Los Angeles or not, but uh, I just got a a, a message on my Fitbit asking uh, me to ask you, Kristen, if you have any bed sores yet. You know, if I didn't have to go to my esthetician or if I didn't want pizza so bad, I probably wouldn't get out of this pizza. Don't you have Bite Squad or Delivery Dudes or whatever? Yeah, we, we've got Postmates and DoorDash and stuff. But you know what? Honestly, it's a beautiful day outside. Oh. My feet are a little swollen from my heels. And the best thing for it is to actually move. So right. I am going to take like a little bit of a hike to get my pizza. So. All right. Nice. I think it's wonderful. The effort that you're making is stunning. <laughs> it really is. It's, what a great effort you're making to the. I am. You're calisthenic. for the team, you guys. She didn't need to call in today. She yeah. could have said, "Sorry, I'm on set." Your, your aerobic, uh, your aerobic, your aerobic effort underwhelms us. <laughs> yes, that's very true. I know. We are it's, underwhelmed. It's just, I, you should be underwhelmed. But honestly, I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's technically my day off. <laughs> and I decided to join you guys on my day off. See? Day. That's true. Because it's fun. That's why. Yes. That's, oh, wait a Not minute. Work. I, I was just sent a list of Emmy jokes. Jokes from jokes about the Emmy Awards, apparently. Henry Winkler won for Best Sporting Actor in a Comedy Series, so you understand why Donnie Most was so happy when he made your latte this morning. Oh, that's <laughs> cold. That is cold, man. I like Donnie he's Most. A he's a here yeah, he's really, he's, he's really really good, good too. He's a really good yeah, singer. He's great. Henry Winkler I'll joked that uh, he wrote his speech 43 years ago, so that explains all the racial slurs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That's pretty funny, actually. Jeff Daniels and Merritt Weaver won for their work in Godless, which surprisingly was not about the people who work in Hollywood. Ooh, that's kind of cold. Uh, most of this stuff you, you would not... Oh, God. During his acceptance speech, the director of the Oscars proposed to his longtime girlfriend... So I guess she'll officially be a trophy wife. 
Get it? The Oscars, the Emmys, a trophy. Oh, oh, oh. And then it says, and then it yuck, says yuck. here, rim shot. That's oh. nice. They're, they're asking for their own rim shots. That's really, really adult. Let me just say that. Um, have you seen The Nun yet, Kristen? Uh, I have not. And um, I don't think I'm going to see it. Well, I'm supposed to go see it with, with Michael Bryant, one of the sponsors of this show, my Bradshaw good friend. Bradshaw So I'm going to see it this afternoon. Ooh, you should go with us. The Nun. It's good. It's good. Ralph doesn't do scary movies. You don't do scary movies? Oh, no, my heart rate gets too high. You big baby. Tom, help me. I'm waiting for Halloween. <laughs> you wait. Oh, I'm Halloween. I'm for the Halloween. I love oh, I Halloween wait. movies. I absolutely. And I, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm in for this one. Uh, the new American Horror Story is actually good this year. Is it? I just it saw is. A, hey, and Ryan Murphy was big yesterday. It is good. No, yep. it's absolutely. Well, it is, it, two it, years were just dreadful. It's the end of the world. It's like just trying apocalypse. 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 Yeah, and yeah. it's got Kathy Bates in it, right? Yeah, it, yeah Kathy it's Bates got in basically it. the same. People. Sarah Paulson, who I just think is phenomenal. Oh, the crossover. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah Paulson is really, really good. I think. Mm-hmm. So they're playing to the prepper community. Mm, pretty much. Yeah. There you go. Pretty much the deal. I cannot believe that joke writers can still write jokes like this. Thandy Newton won an Emmy. Wow. Yep, apparently the award was for Outstanding Achievement in Racial Ambiguity. <laughs> God! How can they still write jokes like that? I don't know. I like, really? stoned in a public square. I guess so. My God. Don't you dial it back there with the, the racial ambiguity jokes? I don't know. Hey, maybe you could... Do you know, um, from watching the movie last night, do you know if, if Fred Rogers, what, what Fred Rogers' wife, what her race is? Because she's still alive. Because mm. in certain, certain shots, she looked like she was white. and In another shot, she looked like she was black. And you couldn't really tell. Maybe she just tans deeply. I mean, that could be it. Maybe she's Italian or something, because Bob Sansevier looks blacker than Philip in the summer. Yeah. I mean, he does. <laughs> I know. I, I'm not making it up. He is darker than Philip in the summer. Hmm. Yeah, because it's a typical day ago. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're just going with racial ambiguity. Oh, great. Uh, but in any case, so so you, you have, what have you heard about The Nun? Is it any good? I had a few friends who went to see it, and they said it was good. It's not great. Um, but yeah. I think, you know... You love these scary movies. They're 90 minutes. You're in, you're out. Yes, that's true. Go and have fun. And I can go, the nun, the whole time. It'll be phenomenal. That won't annoy anyone. I'll do my own movie trailer. It'll be fantastic. I I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) You you liked it? I liked it. it, Yeah, there's some cool... There were some cool tense moments, some jump scares, stuff like that. It's your typical... Horror flick. I cannot believe they didn't use makeup to get that witch's nose that long, or the nun's nose yeah, that long. Yeah, it's not prosthetic. That's it's not, her that's nose. That's her nose. I know. Like, holy Hannah. She looks like a witch. <clears throat> oh, that's nice. She does. She's got the the face for it. Typecasting. I mean, oh, I'd like to yeah. see that casting call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, you, she look, would, you look horrific. She she would just have to walk in the door and be like, "You any, got the part." Yeah, any wicked witch of the west sort but of look. I will tell you, the newspapers have said you should see a picture of the woman who plays the nun. She's stunningly beautiful. She's pretty, but Is she? but I mean, she's got real pretty eyes yeah. and everything, and she's got some. She looks that European kind of fierce face. Oh yeah, but yeah. It's in a pretty way. But her nose is just, she's got not a pretty nose. I no, mean, she's it needs got, it's some long work. Well, that and can pointy. be fixed after she's done playing yeah. these. Yeah. yeah. But see, she played the nun in The Conjuring 2. See, it's, oh. and they're stemming, oh, right. all, they're yeah. stemming all these movies together. And I'm not going to ruin it, but there's a tie in with this movie into no. saying they're coming in with another Conjuring movie <laughs> okay. after this one. So she doesn't want to lose her moneymaker well, no, no that's true it was, hey, oh, pardon me <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna shake her moneymaker blow that moneymaker <laughs> make it look like a party favor that's really nice no, uh, but, what but if I, you're a character actress too if you're a character actress too you don't want to really alter your face no, no well it was probably. weird though because when i first saw the when she first appeared on the screen she, in the makeup for the nun and her eye she looks like marilyn manson I thought it was Marilyn Manson in a nun costume. It was weird. And I'm like, are you sure that's not him? Because at times it was like, it looked like 
he was on stage, you know, doing his rock yeah. thing. But yeah, it, I liked the movie. I thought it was pretty good for being a horror movie. And if you want a good scare, I recommend it. I'm going to see it with Michael Bryant. We just haven't picked our time yet. So we'll we'll figure it out, but I, yeah, I did. I do want to go see it. Melissa, I wonder, uh, Melissa and I saw Crazy Rich Asians. Did you? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Boring as hell. Yeah, not not for me. No. It's okay. <laughs> did she like it? It's for it's for women. Yeah. So I think so. She actually she didn't like it as much as I expected because she thought it was going to be funnier. That's what I thought. And it wasn't. I mean, it had it was a standard rom com where it wasn't like right. a funny movie. It just was it had funny moments. But yeah. they mm, the trailers yeah. made it look like it was a comedy. They, which it, it really was well, right. I loved all the scenery and I loved that the wedding scene where they flooded the Well yeah the sets aisle. must have cost yeah, ten was, million yeah, dollars. It just looked rich, you know the whole mm. thing was just like oh my yeah. God. You know what's, Kristen, you know what's great about Catherine, what Andy we're still just going said? to Singapore. Yep. Oh that's right you guys are going to Both, Singapore. You, you you're 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 doing nothing but laying in bed. You plan the trip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know. Zach, yay. I'm going to take it, Carol. Tom, can I borrow your credit card? Can I plan this? Oh, you know what Catherine did? She went down my credit card statement today and said, we're taking this off, this off, this off. This. Oh, my God. He has been paying for a gym membership for two years that he's never stepped foot in. Oh, no. Well, how did you sign up for it? He's well, still got a me- uh, monthly membership to the Betamax Club. What? Yes, I do the Betamax <laughs> He probably does. Every He's month, a new Betamax so, tape to your door. <laughs> we right found out that door. you were paying Leave for a water head. softener that we haven't had in three years. This is true. There's a Jesus. water delivery yeah. service in this town. I've been paying to rent a water softener from that company for 16 years. The same water softener. The Not same even water a softener. new one. 16 years, they just kept charging me, charging me, and charging me because I don't look at that kind of stuff. Which you should. Why oh, should? Not in Thousands 16 of dollars years. Out the door. 16 Windows, years. Whatever. How much uh, was it for a month? $100. Yeah. So wow. it's $1,200 times 16. So yeah. it cost me what? About $22,000? By not paying attention to your credit card. For a water software. For a wa- $23,000 oh for a water <laughs> software. And this gym membership was Thanks. $74.90. And then there was a $30 annual fee can a man yeah. have some privacy <laughs> yeah. i was just, just like a little privacy why? i was like Tom, why are he's like i've canceled he's those 10 times i'm like no you haven't this is a blatant lie then she stabbed me with a knife right this time. <laughs> it was reasons, unbelievable i've got so many reasons to stab you <laughs> what <laughs> I'm, i don't think i'm going home i think i'm going to get some gummy bears and find a bed somewhere i ate all my gummy bears oh uh, no didn't save any for me. I'm very, very upset. Are you going to go back to sleep now when we hang up? Because it's only seven minutes to 11. Oh, no. I'm not going to sleep. I'm, like, up for the day. Yeah. Um, You're not up for the day. You're awake for the day. There's a big difference between the day, But I probably will okay. get... I will take a nap during my facial. So there might be, like, a 20-minute nap in there. <laughs> it's just... What a horrible <laughs> life. What a horrible life you have. It's Three unbelievable. Three weeks on heels, man. That's You should Ralph, be getting a foot rub. massage my face so I can right. nap. <laughs> All right, young lady. Well, try to try to get some rest because I know you've been working like a mad woman. I have. <laughs> she but I will see you guys next week. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Kristen, Thanks, guys. Bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, entertainment reporter in Los Angeles. I love her. Direct she's, from she's her comfortable bed. <laughs> she's a doll. Direct from her comfortable bed. She is. I, I really like working with her a lot. She's just very pleasant. Yes. She's always in a good mood, even if she's eating gummy bears in bed. You know, interesting insights. And you know, we when, when she was on yep. with yeah before one time she was she was doing her nails. Oh yeah, I remember she was doing her nails once. That was her good. Toenails, her toenails. She was doing her toenails. Oh, really, you have to concentrate on those things. Really committed to the show. That's all I know. We will be back. Tom Bernard Show.